Icicle, bicycle, refrigerator, wasp, wasp, wasp. Is this a shopping list? I'm just terrible shopping list. Just doing a cheeky sound check, aren't I? Oh, right, okay. Because surely you'd be like, three wasps, please, not wasp, wasp, <laughs> wasp. I mean, yeah, maybe. Like, maybe That's how I do it. Maybe it's a communal shopping list and everyone's like writing the stuff that they want picked up in the shop. And three <laughs> different, three different people want a wasp. Yeah, and you're just reading it as you see it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> people are adding to it as yeah. time goes by and that's just the way it's got to be. Okay, no, fair enough. You look very small. Thanks. Welcome back to the Space Jam Continuum, the show where we try to make a cohesive cinematic universe out of something that was never meant to be one. I'm Chris McLennan. I'm Carl Noble. And uh, last week we didn't answer many questions. We didn't answer many questions. We had we had a good science-y time, though. We, yeah, so it, was, we, it was very gravity-heavy. Yeah, it was an in-depth study of, of toon gravity. Yeah, I think it was quite good. Followed by a confusing encounter with the three bears. Yeah. Um, yeah, so like, not really much to report in terms of like things we're looking for specifically. This no, there was no clone this time. There was very little in no, the way very, of clone watch. Yeah, that didn't happen. We very we, did bri- see Hector, we very briefly saw Hector, but it was it was just Hector. Yeah, except himself in yeah. the flesh, standard grey, good old Hector. trying to keep a quiet life, but you yeah. know has a bit of a short fuse. Classic Hector, classic. But Cinecolor didn't really crop up and. It doesn't look like they're going to today. No, it doesn't, does it? So, that's it's interesting. It was short-lived. But then again, the uh, original president of Cinecolor was uh, brought back to health by Daffy's, Daffy Duck's comic stylings. So, true. like, maybe he's just brought it all in line. It's like, no, stop this clone nonsense. Let's yeah, get back on track. And he's really put his big paw down. He's put his big paw down. Yeah. And, like, everyone's just stepped in line. Like, mm, you know, put some, know. Pe- some people were fired. Maybe disappeared. Oh, Who God. knows? That's dark. <laughs> well, uh, I'm just going to disappear. Yeah. <laughs> Awful. <laughs> uh, but yeah, not much to report uh, from uh, last week. So I think we should probably just get uh, stuck in. I think we probably should. Yeah. So we're opening up with a Porky Pig number. Now we know that Porky. It's Porky. Yeah, we know that we know that Porky the Third is is back. Yeah. Back in business. Uh, in like in some fashion. Yeah. Looking um, at the title of this. Yeah, so this is called Curtain Razor, but Razor is spelt like a razor, which yeah. sounds violent. It does, doesn't it? Um, and, you know, we, we know that most, most violence related to uh, Porky Pig tends to point towards Porky the Third. So let's see what's going on in uh, Curtain Razor, which is a Porky Pig number from May the 21st, 1949. Let's have a watch of that. Okay, hit me with said theory. So, it's called Curtain Razor, yep. as in Razor Blade. Yep. Now, we saw no Razor Blades in that, but nope. what we did see is a lot of trapdoors and animals going missing. I'm thinking that's Porky the Third, and he's opened himself up a pie shop. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I think's happening. So, well, Porky is doing um, kind of like open auditions for a show that he's putting on. 
and these animals, you know, they come in, they audition, and the vast majority of them, he's got trapdoors all over his floor. Yeah. The vast majority of them are being dropped down the trapdoors, never to be seen again. Now, we did see three quite famous birds. Yeah. They didn't get dropped down the tra- trapdoor. No, he didn't because drop- that would have drawn too much attention to his little business. Yeah, and he like, and he let the the cricket, the singing cricket at the start yep. go, uh, presumably because he, he was, was too good. loud. It's just too loud. It's just loud. Wasn't People it? would hear him. But, like, yeah, if you, I guess, if you drop the cricket down there, yeah, like his yells, like you know, you'd be caught. Yeah, straight away. Straight away. And who wants like cricket pie? Whereas the chicken and the baby straight down there straight down there no questions as soon as that egg hatches the diving dog he's straight down there um the double-headed egghead yeah but that was the janitor yeah also he lets the flea circus go as well he does let the flea circus go. and like because they again not good pie material and how many legs did that dog have there's a lot of questions we're giving no information as to any of it at (laughs) at all it's just a string of questions (laughs) like i mean that it was kind of what the episode provided for us. Yeah. So it's Porky. He looks kind of weird yeah. for a start. The animation's kind of shonky. Now, on our list, it says that this is the... Oh, no, that's the next one. No, we're fine. Like, but the animation's kind of shonky. Yeah. Like, and I, I don't really know why. Something's up. Porky looks odd. Yeah, he, like, he does look odd, but I... Do you I think am... he's tried to disguise himself and he's just shit at it? Yeah. Because like, he was like, quite pale. He was almost white. He was almost white. I mean, the, the thing he... is, unless like he knew the portal was going to open, so he's, I don't know, put a screen up or something to just blur things a little bit. Yeah, it was just pretty chunky. Uh, like, but yeah, it's a, it's a string of auditions with various crazy things. And like, we've got to look in on some stuff we've seen before. Yeah. Like... Fleas and dogs are in business together yeah, yeah. at this point. Like the flea, we've always thought the flea community, I uh, have. There's a, there's a lot to be learned from the flea community. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, got I think it that's down. fair to say they've got it down. Like they're they're very cooperative. Uh, they've got their own thing going on, but they're very respectful of the land they're on. Ergo, yeah. vis-a-vis, aka a dog's back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this dog seems to be acting as an agent. For yeah, the, for the fleas. Yeah, because as soon back. as he walked in, Porky went, "Oh, it's a dog show," and he went, "No, no, no. Here's my card." So it, it's kind of like he's the manager of the flea circus. Yeah, but like I like that. Like yeah. it's, a, it's a nice little community atmosphere. Yeah, because uh, it was like itch and scratch flea circus or something like that, wasn't it? Yeah, it's like I, I like I've I've enjoyed. We haven't had many flea episodes, but we've seen it evolve slowly. Like yes. we had the fir- we had the first one uh, with just a flea. Yeah. And then, like, you know, he, he sort of became mates with the dog he was on. Yep. And then later, him and his mates set up a little flea circus on the dog's belly, yeah, which entertained entertain, yeah. the dog. Yeah. Uh, and now, like, you know, it's full on... Travelling flea circus. Travelling flea circus. Travelling on the back of a dog with an undisclosed number of legs. He yeah. was a very long-haired dog, we should mention that. He was a very long-haired dog. He didn't... You couldn't see his legs until yeah. he moved, and then it was all over yeah, the Yeah, there, there was... There looked like 20 legs just flicking out all <laughs> over the place. Like, yeah. who knew what was going on? Uh, yeah, we saw Bing, uh, Bing Crosby, Frank Sinatra, and Al Jolson uh, yeah. in their bird forms, who yeah. we haven't seen in a while. Uh, like, they're presumably, you know, holidaying in the Tooniverse again. Um... The two-headed janitor. There was a two-headed janitor. He looked like an egghead. Yeah. But with two heads. Yeah, I'm just thinking it's a double yoker. Yeah, it's a double yoker. Yeah, <laughs> that was my just... immediate yeah. feeling. Oh, a double yoker, is it? It's a double yoker. And, like, they only get, like, the the benefits for an egghead must be given per egg. Yes. 
So it's like, you know, once he's had trouble, it's like, yeah, you're you're only getting you're only getting the one body. Yeah. Like, that's what's happening here. Yeah. Like, sorry. Sorry. Gov- government it rules. It's just yeah. the way it is. This isn't you're not living in the era of the laissez faire monkey government no, anymore. There's where humans just in government. Like spaffing money all over the yeah, place. Yeah, that's gone. Th- yeah. Those days are over. There was a war. Don't don't you remember? Like, yeah, you know, it's like probably doesn't remember in all fairness. Yeah, you know, we're, we're we're not doing great financially. You know? No. We're, so yeah, there was that to think about. Uh, but yeah, yeah, there's lots of little snippets, and not explaining much. I mean, I mean, you say he's opened up a pie shop, uh, and you're making the tenuous curtain razor link. Well, I'm doing the sweet, Sweeney, Sweeney Todd, Todd thing, yeah. Uh, but who's the barber in this situation? Well, there, 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 there is no barber. I'm thinking, you know, that's the barber um, kind of facade. Is the the audition. Yeah, but you're really taking the razor part out of the whole proceedings. Well, what can I say? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, okay, I didn't put that bit in. Yeah. It's just, am, it just this. seems odd that that's the bit that's missing from your whole uh, scheme when it is the one word that made you think that that was what's happening. Well, no, because I mean, like, like you've got the like the curtain, the curtain section of it, you know, to be the... On, on like on stage raising of the curtain, yeah, and I'm just thinking there's somebody downstairs with a razor blade splitting all their throats, <laughs> just, just getting the deal done. Who runs the pie shop? I don't know because the thing is, is like Porky, he, you know, he was pretty charismatic. He's probably got a lot of followers still, and especially like a lot of followers who, you know, are a bit. I was wondering fanatical. if I was wondering if Petunia might have entered the fray again. Oh, possibly. I think she could be downstairs because she, she was a pie a, shop. she was a piece of work and. You know. So if there's an episode called Petunia's Pie Shop, yeah, if that if that pops up, yeah. then, I mean, the we're, we're then like, that will be theory confirmed. Like, like we 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 know Porky the Third has, um, he's got like you know buildings. He's got followers. You know, he's he hasn't got his um, you know his whole. Yeah, they have to had. sort of lie low. Yeah. but you know we we know there are st- those that are still loyal. But yeah, um, I, I don't know. Like, there was just too many trapdoors, and <laughs> like everybody was going down there except people that it just seemed like would be drawing attention. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I'm I'm happy with there's a working theory. Yeah, uh, or we something need, we of need that. Petunia's pie shop. Uh, but uh, yeah, until we until we see that pie shop, it's very it's very much up in the air. Mm. Uh, shall we? Uh, shall we move on? I think we should. Yeah. Uh, so the next one. So I, I was confused earlier about I was about to say that that last one was the only one directed by Arthur Davis but that's not true no. this is the only Bugs cartoon directed by uh, Arthur Davis yeah so hopefully we'll be able to see uh, presume because presumably Arthur Davis is is a, an agency member like yep. like the rest of them like like uh, McKimson and uh, Leon Schlesinger and yeah. Tex Avery and all that so It'll be interesting to keep an eye out for what Arthur Davis has done wrong to not be given any more any bugs, more good yeah. bugs missions. Yeah, uh, it'll be an interesting one. So uh, we're watching Bowery Bugs. Um, it's a Bugs Bunny. Uh, there's a cameo from Shep the Sheepdog, but yeah. uh, in a who the fuck are the Dover Boys esque moment. Who the fuck is Steve Brody? I don't know. It, it's, like, that's it's not a, a very, very human name. <laughs> it's not a very cartoon uh, uh, character. Uh, my name, my mate, Steve. S- S- <laughs> Steve Bugs Bunny. Yeah, this Steve is Brody. Porky Pig. This is Marvin the Martian. This is Steve Brody. This yeah. is. It's like it doesn't fit. No, it doesn't. So let's find out. Uh, we're watching Bowery Bugs, a Bugs Bunny, Steve Brody, and Shep number from June the fourth, nineteen forty-nine. Let's check it out. All right. 
okay. Steve Brody, then. Yeah. Um, uh, Bugs knows how to play the long game, but I suppose for a time traveller, it's not really a long game, is it? No, I mean, I do think it was an unnecessarily long game. So Steve Brody, um, we looked it up. He jumped off the Brooklyn Bridge in 1886 and survived, yeah. allegedly. Um, there's no... It, like It's heavily disputed. Um, the story goes that he was down on his luck gambler uh, and uh, someone offered to uh, fund him opening a bar if he could do that and survive. And he did, and he opened the bar and gained, you know, fame and fortune and a bustling saloon. Well, there you go. Uh, so that, that's the real thing. Bugs, Bugs has it different, though. Yes. Bugs, Bugs was heavily involved in at least the two universes version of events. Yeah. Um, I wonder if uh, the reason it's heavily disputed is, is it's an event that actually happened in the two universe and he crossed back over. Ah, possibly. But because maybe he thought, oh, I can't survive the actual jump off the Brooklyn Bridge. Exactly. Maybe if I do it in the two universe, where the, gra- I'll gra- where the gravity is questionable and willpower yeah. can save me. Um, and like he got, he got his bet through here on a technicality. Yeah. But uh, one part of the story that uh, wasn't available to us before Bugs so kindly ran us through it was uh, Bugs's heavy involvement and uh, yeah, his relationship with Steve Brody. Yeah. Uh, do you want to recap that? Uh, yeah, so um, Brody is, you know, out to find a lucky charm. And, you know, he's like, well, a rabbit's foot, that's a pretty lucky charm. So he, he realises he can't find that in the city, so he has to go out into the woods. Goes out in the woods, lo and behold, he comes across Bugs Bunny's house. And then Bugs goes, nah, rabbit's feet aren't lucky. Look at my feet. They haven't done me any good. And then just... I think he hands him a card to go to um, some fortune teller who can yeah. uh, purveyor of lucky charms and can help him out. So he goes there, and it's just Bugs. Yeah, and hilarity ensues, ensues as uh, Bugs just sends him on wild goose chases. Yeah, doing so the all fortune, sorts of random stuff. The fortune teller Bugs uh, says, uh, "Right, well, you, you know, you're destined to have good luck if you hang out with this. You, you'll meet someone wearing, wearing a, a carnation." carnation. Yeah. Um, and they're your mascot, keep them with you. That's Bugs as well. So he yep. goes there, he starts losing cards even though Bugs is there. Um, at one point, he winds up going to a bakery and yep. Bugs is there. Well, it's it's because he goes, oh, I just want some dough. I need to get some dough. And I guess, the, the, why the, didn't you say so? Yeah, the fortune teller was just like, I know, I know the place, go to this address. And yeah, so Bugs is the baker, uh, sort of bakes him into a sort of bread. Yeah. Like, he basically, he like... Brody just ends up insane because he realizes he realizes that everyone that around him is a rabbit. Yeah, and he just starts going, "Oh well, but I can't be. I'm not a rabbit." And he goes to look into a mirror, and it's not. It's just a bit of glass with bugs behind it. Yeah. So he's like, "Oh God, I am a rabbit." And then he runs off to the Brooklyn Bridge and jumps in. Yeah. So in this, it's not a bet. No. At all. It's just he's driven mad by Bugs Bunny. And jumps off the bridge. But I wonder if he made the bet, crossed through the portal, went to get a lucky rabbit's foot, uh, you know, to jump off the bridge, like yeah. to fulfil his part of the bet, and like I oh, just want a bit, a bit of extra bit luck of extra, here. Yeah. And is driven insane. I'm wondering if this is a failed Bugs mission. Basically, like, is Bugs trying to stop him, 
Or is Bugs trying to get him to jump no, off the bridge? No, it definitely did not seem like Bugs was trying to stop him. So, so Bugs was trying to, way to, torture to, him. to make sure this happens. Uh, so he's crossed over through there. He's trying to get his lucky rabbit's foot. Instead, he just gets driven off the edge of the bridge yeah. by Bugs. And then in the real world, he crosses back over and he has this guy on a technicality. He says, you fund a bar. I jumped off the Brooklyn Bridge. Let's do this. Yeah. And the guy's like, oh, no, fair cop, Gov. Yeah. But... What is Bugs' interest? And, like, if he was going to do it anyway, why did Bugs need to get involved? Well, I think the... Apart from to keep his feet. Yeah, like, I mean, 1949 Bugs, he's recounting this story to some guy on the bridge. Yeah. Um, And in the end, after Bugs has told the story, he's like, well, that's pretty unbelievable, but I'll buy it. And then hands over money. Yeah, is so I'm it thinking, that he's buying the story or is he buying the bridge? I don't, I, I don't know because it didn't seem like a lot of money for a bridge. But, but it know, also it's seems not like a Bugs lot of money bridge. for a story. Yeah, but it's not Bugs's bridge, so anything he gets for it, it's worth it. So I'm thinking he went back in time to do this just to have a good story to tell. So he's just he's just creating. You know, tall tales from himself. Well, yeah. not him, tall tales. He's like, just he's creating. Himself, yeah, he's inserting himself into it, like kind of big, important stories. He's creating Baron Munchausen esque stories. Yeah, in real history. <clears throat> yeah, it's a bit reckless. Yeah, but but then Bugs Bugs is a little bit reckless. But we also don't know Bugs's endgame. Yeah, I mean, so it's it seems reckless at the moment. But we're just getting a snapshot of different bits. We don't know. Yeah, it's just interesting. Uh, the other thing that was interesting is it did have. Like, we com- mentioned the Dover boys before. Uh, like, when Steve Brody hops on a penny farthing to head yeah. out to the woods <laughs> yeah. and cycles out of town, like, it was very Dover boys. It was very Dover boys. I just had that feel about it. And the backgrounds and everything, it went very yeah. Dover boys all of a sudden. Is that just what New York looks like? Well, New York. Like, well, New, like the, the outskirts of New York. The, yeah, you know, what was it, like New- 1860? 1886. 1886. So maybe, yeah, maybe in 1886 that was just what it looked like. Because when, when do we think the Dover Boys was sex? I, I had that a bit later, but then like, not that much later. I no. suppose, sort of 20s. Yeah. I figured. But yeah, I know. There's something weird about that area of the country in that sort of era. So something's going on. There's some, there's some force at work because the whole style of everything changes just yeah, for, it, it does, just it, for like, that area. It, it is remarkable. It's, it, it's like, oh, the Hamptons look a bit odd. Yeah, exactly. It's well. like, is there, there's, I wonder if there's some other sort of, you know, dimensional force at work just in the just in that oh, sort possibly. of area uh worth looking out for yeah well like, I, th- I think the like like more that we look at that area of the area of the two universe the more we're gonna have to keep an eye on it yeah and they're, they're more specifically mentioning new york these days whereas yeah. they it used to be unnamed just city. a city unnamed yeah. city so like hopefully that will be That'd be reasonably easy to keep an eye yeah, on. Yeah, I should like, hope so. I'd like to know what's going on, because ideally I'd like there to be more Dover Boys, and there isn't any. There, no, because so, that, that episode was just hilarious. Yeah, uh, if you haven't watched the Dover Boys, uh, Do go it. and watch the Dover Boys. It was yeah. great. <laughs> <laughs> it is really good. Uh, shall we just jump into the last one, then? Uh, I think we should, yeah. It's our, it's our boy, Sylvester. Uh, it's called uh, Mouse Mazurka. Uh, from June 11th, 1949. We have no other information. So, uh, yeah, just a, a regular Sylvester number, I think. Mouse Mazurka. Let's check it out. All right. Mouse 
All right, Boris Borscht the Bagel Baron yep. has got got Sylvester in. He has. So, like, into a small Slobovian village. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah, so Sylvester is off to Europe in this. Yeah. So, I mean, he's obviously sought after. Yeah, when was the last time we saw Sylvester? I was a while ago. Like, um, was he was he well on his way to becoming a professional and apparently internationally renowned mouse catcher? Mm, I don't think so. No, he was being scared with Porky there. Yeah. Scaredy cat. Oh, yeah. When did this happen to him? Uh, well, I mean, if you remember in Scaredy Cat, it was quite a brutal episode for him. I'm thinking he just took a sabbatical. Just a Slobovia and he yeah. just needs to make some money to get by. I'm just thinking, like, because he had a harrowing experience in that uh, basement. We don't know what yeah, happened to was, him, but he had a not harrowing good. experience. That's something, something went down in that basement. Yeah, so I'm thinking he just went, nope, I'm packing up my balls and leaving. And I think he did. And he went to Slobovia. Well, I think he just went on, like, a, like, he just went to Europe to go travelling for a bit to find himself again. And occasionally he needs to make some money. Yeah. And so he agreed to catch a mouse for Boris Borscht, the bagel baron. Yeah. That's one of the good things about mouse catching, though, isn't it? It's a sort of trade you can take anywhere. Yeah. It's like, uh, and, you know, sort of one-off stuff, you know, probably pays reasonably well yeah. per job. You know, you're not going to be tracked. You're not going to have problems with visas. And No. I mean, especially if he's going to go through the lengths to which he did go through to get that mouse in the end. Yeah. So, uh... There's a little Cossack dancing mouse that is giving him jip. Yeah. Um, and about halfway through the episode, uh, this mouse ingests nitroglycerin and suddenly... Unbeknownst to the mouse, though. Unbeknownst to the mouse. Yeah, because he found a bottle of nitroglycerin on the shelf. Yeah. Um, with a lot of other chemicals. Well, where do you keep your nitroglycerin? Well, I don't know. Just, you know, not in the house. But I mean, I'm looking at the shelves now. <laughs> Actually, it's, board no, games. it's not the shelf. Like, not, that's not where you keep no. it. Um, yeah, so the, the, the mouse uh, pours away the nitroglycerin into a bowl and then fills the bottle up with water, and that's what he's dicking about with. But He throws it up, yeah, and it lands it on the shelf and knocks yeah. another bottle of nitroglycerin yeah. down into his hand. And then, he doesn't know. He thinks it's water. Yeah, he thinks it's water, but he's presumably trying to make it look like... Yeah, he's drinking he's nitroglycerin. Drinking nitroglycerin. So, so he drinks it down. So he drinks it right down. How can you not tell the difference between the taste between nitroglycerin and water? I mean, I've never tasted nitroglycerin, but I imagine it doesn't taste like water. I know what what's what a mouse taste buds, you know, like. Good? Are they real good? Well, I mean, they they, they seem to like um, good food, especially in this. Oh yeah, I mean, he was... like, like in the Tooniverse, they they seem yeah. like quite keen yeah. on good food. Yeah, but I was just wondering, Have like, seen Ratatouille? I imagine it's probably similar to. You know, yeah. I mean, he's a rat, though. Yeah, common ancestor and whatnot. I just, I just wondered, like, you know, is there a reason why maybe his taste buds wouldn't like flag nitroglycerin as a terrible thing? I mean, possibly it's just like because he shot it, basically, didn't he? He basically he just, chugged he, it. Down. Yeah, he just knocked it back. Yeah. But anyway, Sylvester, from that point onwards, was quite rightly terrified of doing anything to this mouse yeah. in case of explosion and he was very variously saving the mouse yeah. from various impacts when he fell down or like if something was going to fall on him yeah uh, and he was taking the brunt of the pain in these situations at he one was. point the mouse was just cr- pulling the safe up to the ceiling yeah. and uh, just let go of it to drop it on himself Which is, like this mouse has taken knowing, a big leap of faith here yeah knowing that sylvester's gonna go nope i can't let that happen the yeah. whole place will go up because the thing is but the sylvester could have just ran the other way 
Yeah. But in the end, the the mouse just goes Cossack dancing at him and Sylvester sort of backs into a corner. But Cossack dancing was not the best choice for this mouse because he had actually ingested nitroglycerin and he exploded. Mm. Very small explosion, though. Yeah, so Sylvester's fears were unfounded. Yeah. Uh, And then the uh, Boris Borscht, the bagel baron, comes back. And he's like, now you'll never catch that mouse. Yeah. And like, like, like the job isn't done. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, so it's like, he doesn't want the mouse gone from his house. Yeah. He wants the mouse. Yeah. yeah. So that's, that was odd to me. Like, maybe mouse is like a delicacy in, in Slobovia. Possibly. Uh, He wants to make it into, he wants to make it into a sort of pate and put it on a bagel. He's the bagel baron after all. He is the bagel baron. Uh, But, yeah, so he says you'll never catch the mouse, and then Sylvester uh, says that's where you're wrong. Uh, chugs down the nitroglycerin. Yeah, Cossack dances for a bit, explodes, and sends the first of his ghosts up there to get the mouse. Yeah, we can only assume he did get him. Yeah, we can. We can only assume he's nothing if not possibly. That's what makes tenacious um, cats such good mice catchers because even if the the mouse dies they still the cat can still still claim the contract yeah yeah like wanted dead or alive they can still do it the question is does sylvester get that ghost back i don't know because we have seen them pull their ghosts back in so. yeah but very quickly after they've come out yeah whereas if he's got to go through the whole rigmarole of chasing that mouse again yeah uh then like what is he going to be able to get that soul back? Or is he going, do you know what? I've got eight more. It's worth it. It's, I'm just wondering it's got to be a big contract for him, then. I'm just wondering if Sylvester has eight lives now. That's basically it. So modern day, oh, I don't know, it's hard to say. I mean, <clears throat> I would imagine he probably does get it back. Because like, how else are you going to bring that mouse back to the real world? I mean, I guess they'll just uh, decide, based on Sylvester's popularity, when he runs out of lives, to just give him another regeneration cycle. Yeah, possibly. They do do that. And that's, what's, that's what happened in the only in the only comparable thing I can think of. Yeah. It's just like, I ah, have, have a load more. Yeah, it's fine. There you go. Cheers, Doc. <laughs> so, yeah, like it was a bit of a weird one, because it didn't really... I didn't really raise too many questions, I suppose, except the how many lives has Sylvester got now? Yeah, I think Sylvester... I, I, I'm in of the mindset that Sylvester's now got eight lives. Yeah. Left. Because, well, we assume because... Because he's basically all... dispatched that one yeah. to go and do something, and it will be out of body for too long. Yeah. Because there always seemed to be a sense of urgency when they tried to pull the ghosts back in before. Yeah, that is true. And, yeah, so I think, I think that's a, a big commitment Sylvester has made. I mean, like I say, it must, it must be a big contract. I, mean, I suppose the bagel baron is going to have a bit of money, isn't he? Yeah, I mean, like, maybe maybe he just needs that good dollar. And, yeah. if, and like, if it's enough money to not have to do it again... Yeah, to kind of fund the rest a long of his time, uh, travel and then... Then, get like, it probably was worth the one of his nine yeah, lives. possibly. Uh, also, Sylvester has completely died at least once before. Yeah, and again, we don't know what happened in that basement. And we don't know what happened in that basement... So well, there again, I suppose, on. if you can kill somebody repeatedly, knowing that they can pull their souls back in, you could do some horrible things. Oh, God. I don't want to think about that basement. <laughs> no, no to are. Like, because now, now, now I think there's someone down there who know, knows way too much, like, and, you know, can just sort of be the ultimate it torture. It was the mice, though. It was the mice that did it. Remember? I mean, it was the it mice was that the mice put down, down there. there, but we never... We never no. got confirmation that the mice were down there. Maybe they just knew someone was down there. Oh. Something was down there. They know what's down there. 
and they have to keep it at peace because that was like a haunted house sort of situation yeah, as well. Was. They know what's down there, and they like they've taken it off. They they they, they were quite there. cultist as well, weren't they? Well, that's what I mean. Like they've got all their they they had all their rituals. Like it's like some sort of elder god. Their little weird candlelit vigil sort of things. They know what's down. There's something under that house. Lovecraft, Lovecraftian cultists. Yeah, it's a, an eldritch horror from beyond the pale. Ah, oh, that's that, that's that's got to be something we've got. We've got to keep. We've got to keep that in mind. There's something yeah. under that house. Any haunted house, I think, like, got to keep an eye on. Yeah, because I mean, the thing like, is, like, like, we know ghosts exist and it's a job for some, but that wasn't ordinary haunting that did that to Sylvester. But we also know of at least one like elder creature. Yeah, Santa Claus. Yeah, the yeah, giant yeah. lobster who sits on the agency council. Yeah, that's true. So we know he's there. He's he's pretty eternal. And, and, we, and, and we know there is some spawn of one of the elder creatures. Yeah, there's Yosemite Sam. He's yeah. sp- like spawn of an elder god but, or I mean, something like, along those lines. Maybe like, maybe or got a pact with one, like yeah. a sort of warlock. There's a lot. There's something behind the. There's something behind the scenes there really going is, on. There? Like some some yeah, as it's you say, Lovecraftian any point. horror. I mean, maybe it came through the portal from a dimension we just haven't seen. Ooh. Like, I just don't know. No. It's something to stew on. It is, isn't it? Let's stew on it till next week. All right, let's do that then. All right. Uh, uh, as ever, thank you all for listening. Uh, if you listen on iTunes, please, please, please just take a minute out to give us a rating and a review because yeah. uh, it would really help us out. Uh, otherwise, just just tell people, if you like the show, the chances are other people you know will also like it. So, yeah. so just get the word about because uh, we enjoy doing it, and uh, you know we we like to reach some more people. It would be it would be it would be a joy. It'd be nice if you had more people to talk to about it as well. That'd be good. Yeah, it's just it'd just stave off the creeping madness. Yeah, then it's good to share the load. I think we did get a review, didn't we? Didn't didn't Bear Jones give us a give us a review yeah, on that's iTunes? Our, yeah, we got Bear Jones gave us a review. He's a good he's a good egg. Yeah, a snappy dresser. He is a snappy dresser. So like you know you should do that. You should do the same. You could be a snappy dresser you could, too. You could be a snappy dresser if be you like just Bear. give us if you just give us a review on on iTunes. We will send you the gift. A nice of, one, ideally. Yeah. Um, other than that, uh, you know, not much to report really. No, so uh, really. we'll uh, catch you all uh, next week. Yeah. See ya. Bye. Thank you.